This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, housing affordability is a phrase we hear quite often. We often hear a lot of questions about how to deal with what many deem a housing affordability crisis, not just here in Metro Vancouver, but in many parts of the province. A lot of questions about that. Oftentimes, we don't get any concrete answers, but the BC Real Estate Association has come out with its affordability plan. It was released this past week, and joining me to talk a bit more about it is Norma Miller, Acting Director of Communications and Public Affairs with the BC Real Estate Association. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Talk a little bit about some of the points uh, in the plan. Let's start uh, with a a couple of thresholds, uh, one of them being uh, the property transfer tax. What would the association like to see change there? Well, we really want to see changes that will benefit a a broad number of uh, home buyers around the province. Um, We did see uh, an increase in the first-time home buyers exemption earlier this year, but we, we think it needs to increase from 500000 to $750,000. That would be a good first step. And we'd also like to see the 2% threshold, which is um, at which point, uh, at 200000 right now, we'd like to see that increase to $525,000. That would have broad impact across the province. Uh, it does seem to make sense when we look at uh, what the government was saying as far as first-time homebuyers, if they wanted to take part in borrowing the down payment from government, that was up to a purchase of $750,000. So you're right, it does seem like that number should probably match uh, what the threshold is for first-time buyers. Exactly. That's exactly the reason we chose that number. Keep it simple, straightforward. Yeah. Uh, what about where homes are built as well? When we talk about transit corridors, uh, some neighborhoods uh, perhaps could be higher density than they currently are. We completely agree with that, and so do many other stakeholders. This isn't a new idea, but we think the more we say it, the better. Um, and I think another thing that's important to say is that density doesn't have to mean high rises. It, it can be um, more gentle than that as well. But choosing to increase density along transit corridors just makes sense and makes the best use of the land that's available. Uh, we do see that a bit. Uh, I'm thinking about the Evergreen Line and the extension where we're, there were huge uh, towers that have gone up in that neighborhood. Uh, and, and like you said, it doesn't mean huge towers everywhere. But is that the kind of thing we're talking about? Uh to the closer you are to the transit corridor, the higher the density. Absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, and in Vancouver as well, anybody who has driven down, uh, say, Oak Street, uh, there are still a, a bunch of houses that are slated for demolition, uh, which leads to a whole other story. Uh, but that's an area where, uh, as well, we're not seeing those homes replaced by high-rises, but we are seeing them replaced by row townhomes, which uh, I would imagine brings more, uh, brings more density to those areas as well. Exactly. It brings more density, but it doesn't change the essential character of the neighborhood. It's positive. It brings more people in. It um, redevelops properties that really need attention. It's a good thing for the community. Uh, That said, those properties, as I would imagine, are still out of the price range of of many people who might be looking to get into the market. Uh, What else does the plan look at as far as making it more affordable for people to purchase housing? Well, from a big picture perspective, we're looking to create housing choices. You know, there are people, first of all, every community is different, but individuals, too, have 
different needs and different abilities to pay. So we're looking both at the rental market and the uh, for sale market. And we think the, the changes we talked about to the property transfer tax make a difference. Direct assistance to some home buyers, homeowners, and renters could be useful. Um, increasing rental housing. Um, the, it's a continuum from, you know, social housing all the way up to luxury. But if you look at um, the relationship between rental housing and uh, for sale housing, um, if the two don't work well together, then there isn't enough uh, choice for the people who want to move up or want to downsize for that matter. So we need to increase that, encouraging urban density, and promoting best practices by local governments is also very important to our plan. And what do you mean by best practices? Well, for example, there's been a lot of talk about uh, the time it takes to get a, a building permit or, or renovation permit. Um, if you just you improve that process, uh, that gets more supply on the market faster and keeps the costs down for builders and developers, frankly. That's good for buyers, too. And there seems to be a bit of a disconnect when we talk about that, or we hear from uh, from construction uh, people in the construction industry, uh, particularly in Vancouver. It can take a lot longer to get the, the needed permits uh, and such to get construction going. That could be. Um, it's probably not the only community with that problem. Um, in fact, I've heard it for a long time. So let's look at it from a, a really systematic point of view and just try to improve it. And that's going to benefit um, the local governments as well as people looking to buy or rent homes. Uh, would, would it work, do you think, is there a point where building more density, building more housing, do we get to the point where it, it becomes more affordable because of the supply? Or are there constantly going to be more people, though, and there's always going to be that demand? Well, population will rise. I don't think there's any question about that. This is an economic matter, so you have to look at supply and demand. It's about um, trying to be accurate in forecasting the demand and having mechanisms in place to ensure supply is there to meet the demand. Uh, are there any communities right now that are doing this right or that, that, that have already adopted the pillars or any of the pillars that have been outlined in your plan? Um, I'm sure there are examples, and we don't... I guess our plan is um, isn't the aren't the only ideas out there. So, what we're trying to do is look at this from a provincial perspective because this is we're, we're very pleased to see the uh, conversation happening during this provincial election. So many parties are interested in housing affordability. So, we're looking at this um, not community by community, but what is it the provincial government can do in uh, working with both local governments and the federal government to improve housing affordability as a whole, rather than uh, one uh, local government at a time. And do you think, are, are the parties talking about it enough during this campaign? Well, enough. I, I, there are lots of important issues to British Columbians. Uh, where they live and how they live is very important, and it's certainly 
uh, a more active conversation than I've seen in a provincial election before. So we're very pleased to see that and very happy to continue that conversation with you and with uh, British Columbians. Uh, I know we talked to uh, a city councillor in Victoria as well and his uh, push or his um, support for a foreign buyer tax in in Victoria, saying that they need it there because affordability is getting so out of control. Uh, is that is that mentioned at all in your plan as well? No, we do not touch that. Um, it's, it's a measure that was implemented, but we're not sure that, that taxes, adding taxes increases affordability for anyone. Uh, what, what do you hope people take away, or if people check out uh, the, the five pillars and the plan that, that your group has put out, uh, what do you hope people take away from that? Well, what we really want to get across is that there are lots of actions governments can take to improve housing affordability. Uh, they really do need to work together as well. This isn't uh, an easy problem to fix, and it's probably never going to be solved. But um, we have the best shot at it if governments work together collaboratively. All right. Well, Norma, great to chat with you and to go over some of the points of the plan this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jill. And your listeners can learn more by going to bchousingaffordability.ca. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.